Watch every unmissable moment of the 2023 cycling season on GCN Plus through our live coverage or highlights packages. Our extensive coverage means you'll see every moment that matters from live and uninterrupted racing to on-demand replays and essential highlights. You can see it all anytime, anywhere. Plus, watch the greatest collection of exclusive cycling films with weekly new releases. GCN Plus brings you every unmissable moment all year round for just $49.99 per year. To subscribe now, visit gcn.eu forward slash racing. Territory restrictions apply. Subscription and internet connection required. Welcome to the Quick Stop Formula One podcast. My name is Nasha, and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Joining me, as ever, and as always, for the first inaugural podcast is wow. my co-host Tandy. Please, drum roll! I need to get a drum roll for you in there. <laughs> we need to. We'll post edit you a drum roll. Uh, how how the devil are you? This is our first podcast. I know it's really exciting, isn't it? Like. We have been anticipating this recording, guys. So it's an exciting <laughs> For a time, long isn't it? time. And if only people knew, like all the stuff we've gone through, <laughs> just getting microphones, just to get the <laughs> microphones for the podcast, it has been a mission, but we've done mm-hmm. it just to get a podcast out to you. So as we mentioned, we are Quick Stop F1. We are, uh, yeah, the newest F1 podcast on the block. Um, and I guess we want to bring you F1 content and podcasts, which, you know, is easy to access if you're like new to the sport, um, which is fun, which is entertaining. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a dream come true for me. But I guess like for you, Tandy, just, I guess, to give like the listeners a bit more of like an idea of who we are, uh, what, what kind of, um, when I reached out to you to be like, let's do a Formula One podcast, right. like, why did you say yes? So, when you reached out, I feel like we kind of grew this fascination that we both had with Formula yeah. One through Twitter. Yeah. And every now and then I tweet some something and you'd respond <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. this is a conversation. <laughs> and to be honest, I feel like people want to get into Formula One anyway, but they're a bit, you know, what's going on. And I For feel sure. like we are here to talk politics pit gossip the lot yeah everything just yeah and take us all on a on a learning journey through formula one because it's it's a very fascinating motorsport it is it is fascinating and i think i I think you're right i think we did a um when did we do the clubhouse room um we definitely did it when clubhouse was still cool guys yeah (laughs) we did it when uh, clubhouse was still the place and i think we did it around december yeah it was a while ago wasn't it and I remember Mm. I remember thinking at the time so I guess if you're not watching the video as well me and Tandy are both black and Mm. just yeah and so (laughs) um so for you know it's quite rare I guess for the because we kind of have similar timelines and you know in, in in the stuff that we follow and you know Formula One just you know in any way, it's like a bit of an obscure sport, but it's mm. uh, it's not a sport that is associated with being very diverse, mm. um, and and that kind of filters through to the fans. So, like when we did the clubhouse, I don't know about you, but it was really cool to have that room full of black people talking about Formula One. It was probably the first time I'd experienced that. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, that was I'm in cool. my face. We even had um, an American who came in and he was just yeah. like, I just saw this room and I was like, what is going on? Shout out him if he's listening. 
yeah, yeah. shout out him shout wherever out you him. are <laughs> we remember you <laughs> yeah but it's cool because he, yeah he was saying like you know he, he just like hasn't had anything like that a lot of people hadn't had anything like that mm-hmm. and um i guess that definitely gave us the the motivation to kind of get this get this done right so we're gonna get into uh the season preview and we're going to have a little talk about last season as well uh and just after this we're going to bring in our guest johnny mouncer so joining us on our inaugural podcast it's our first guest it's mr johnny mouncer how how the devil are you i'm very well thank you i'm so excited for this guys really really am like the first episode as well this is yeah this is, yeah, this this is, is amazing a pretty special gig yeah <laughs> it's uh it's history I was going to say, like, I was uh, I was feeling no pressure until you told me it's a really special gig. And now I'm like, right, I better live up to this. I'd, I'd better be good. <laughs> no, I'm sure you will. I'm sure no, you will. You'll be fine. So let's get into it. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about last season before we get into this season, because uh a we have no previous episodes so we're going to talk about last season and and b just because it was an incredible season you know um against all odds uh formula one was the pretty much the first sport to come back um after after the you know coronavirus hit um and for it to be able to travel across the world with with such a with such a large production i mean it's incredible so big up formula one but let's get into it and uh, i'll go to you johnny for you uh there were many but for you what was your standout moment from last season Oh my God, there were so many, weren't there? And I think, you know, the fact that, as you quite rightly say, the fact we even had racing at all was amazing. And like, thank you so much to those people who made my Sundays bearable last year. (laughs) I think like one of the best things for me last year was, and the real standout moment, was when George Russell finally got into the Mercedes. It was one of the most exciting things. I couldn't (laughs) believe for a start, like, you know, when they said Lewis wasn't going to race and all of a sudden, like those thoughts that you have where you're yeah. like, oh my God, is this going to happen? Are we going to see somebody else in a Mercedes? Like, yeah. this is so yeah. great. And then yeah. when it happened to be George, like, you know, he's been he's been shackled by this Williams. Like, he's been so talented for so long. Yeah. All the other young drivers say, you know, he's the man. Like, he's the one who's really good, but yeah. he's just not had a chance to show any of that. All of a sudden, he gets into a Mercedes. Uh, right, and, and and he's in this Mercedes, and you're like, oh, I hope he does. Okay. I hope he does okay. But what I'm going to talk, I'm yeah. not going to go into the mm-hmm. into necessarily the the bad side of this yet. Um, but the real standout moment for me <laughs> was <laughs> you've got a, a brand new teammate who's been driving that car for a, a long time in Valtteri Bottas. It pushes him right to the limit, overtakes him. That for me was like, that was the best moment of last season. Just, I, I, I can't explain. I was cheering so much. It was, it was, you know, I wish there was a better term for this, but there isn't. That is as ballsy as it gets. Like getting into that car and saying, you know what? Yes, you've been driving this car for, for a while. I'm, you know, I'm going to overtake you in it. And yes, it comes down to tires, but that's not the point. The point is he, he, he had the balls to just do it. No, and For me, that, that was such a great moment. Yeah, it I was. definitely agree. Yeah, 
it was incredible. It was definitely it was definitely the uh, the George Russell taking over Hamilton for a bit. Like we've seen this young little, he's like a prodigy, and it's like we really want him to do well. And obviously, it was there are a few question marks still around that whole race, but you know, big up him, like good for him, definitely. That was a standout moment for me. I I uh, I. Uh... I when I was watching that, because it was after the the first Bahrain race, wasn't it? So after mm-hmm. the whole Grosjean thing, and it was like, God, how much excitement can we really get in this season? And I was like expecting Bottas to just kind of go out on his own, and maybe you know, maybe George would like have you know, you know, a really a solid race in second. Maybe that would be great to get some points. But, mm. you know, the way that race went and for there's a video online, it's like a 13 minute video of George being spoken through the the, uh, the buttons, like what each button. So he's on the warm up level. Okay, so what does this button do? What does this button? So he doesn't even know how to use the steering wheel properly. Oh, bless him. And he's, uh, he's got and done that. And I, uh, I mean, let's not forget. He didn't fit in the car. Yeah. No, he didn't, didn't even fit in the car. Like he we're didn't talking fit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about somebody who had to wear a, a, a pair of shoes a size too small so that he could actually use the pedals. Like he didn't fit in any way and and, and managed to <laughs> manage to do that. I just think, you know, it was the perfect story. Uh, you know, like I say, it was it was a uh, the fairy tale that wasn't to be in a lot of ways in the end, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but for the most part absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it was a, an incredible moment. And to be fair, it done him no harm whatsoever, even the result. And the, the fact that they messed up for him, I think even lends its weight even more. It's a more emotional story. People have always, are always going to back him because of it. So he'll be all right. And, you know, it, it looks pretty nailed on that seat is his next season. Uh, I really hope Everything so. going to plan. Yeah. So we f- keep our fingers crossed. Tandy. Hello. Uh, hello, hello. Um, I know that you have many a thought in your head about last season, but what was your favourite moment from last season? So not necessarily my favourite moment, but this is a very standout moment for me. For sure. Which definitely, I think it was a standout moment for everyone and it was the Grosjean crash. Yeah. Now, I think we forget how fast these guys are going, guys. We really do forget. Like, mm. Formula One is literally a spaceship. It is now venturing into, you know, space kind of thing. <laughs> so these guys are going extremely fast. And that halo, that halo, guys, is something that, you know, it's it's scientifically proven to, to keep you safe, but, you know, at the same time, it's all very scary. So I think with the Grosjean crash, it definitely reminded us how hard these guys work, how much they're risking their lives. And, like, thank God that he's obviously out and about and he's great. And he only came out with burns. That is, that's very rare. That is, is very rare. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I remember talking to you at the time, Tandy, about it. And mm-hmm. I remember saying to you, like, I have... I've been watching Formula One, God, 25 years now. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a car crash and go up. It was almost like, you know, those um, 
uh, action films where like the slightest exactly. thing will happen and you know a car will crash and it'll just blow up and you're like oh but no. it was so fast it, as it well like bang yeah giant instantaneous i couldn't Johnny. believe it i couldn't believe it like, mm-hmm. i remember i remember watching that and it, it really did it just stopped me dead in my tracks i think like everybody watching it was just like you know because in in, in our sort of lifetimes like you know i've obviously seen footage of louder and you know we've seen bad crashes mm-hmm. and you know unfortunately like we have seen deaths in the sport but like but i'd never seen anything like that i've never ever seen a car you know like hit that hit that arm and then yeah. burst into flames like it was it, you know absolutely terrifying and i think we all sort of feared for the worst and the fact that as you quite rightly say tandy like he came out with just burns is incredible and again like those guys who were yeah. brave enough to run yeah. into the fire and get him out and you know just amazing work mm-hmm. it was uh absolutely incredible i think the the interview with martin brundle where he says that uh when he couldn't get out at first Mm -hmm. and this is all in like 10 seconds or so but when he couldn't get out he was um a a peace came over him like he had uh you know he had accepted death and uh, a peace came over him he felt calm and then he kind of snapped out of it I was like, no, I need to get out for my kids. And that's when he kind of twisted and his foot got stuck. So he's come out with no shoe on. Um, and he's got, it is, uh, the fact that he's out alive, you know, yeah. miracle gets used a lot, but that is an absolute miracle. Um, and Grosjean's now gone to um, F2, um, Formula E now, is it? I think he he's in some kind of, um, he's in another racing series. I can't remember where it is, but he's, yeah, he's, he's, carrying on racing which just shows you uh i think it might be sports cars but it just shows you you know these guys like you said you know they put their put their lives on the line but they 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 love it like it's you know those drivers were watching him getting pulled out of that car um and then they had to go race yeah straight away (laughs) i think it's so easy for us to watch it on a sunday and not appreciate just the the level of risk and how dangerous you know, it, it it really is, and and it is you know, it's kind of like the the same thing that makes the sport exciting is the same thing that makes it, you know, that 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 sort of danger. Like, yes. it, you know, that's why we love these guys, isn't it? Because they can do that. They're under extreme pressure. You know, going so fast, being able to think that quickly, and that does kind of help put it in, into perspective. And that is a you know, as you as you said, like such a standout moment of the year. Like, just you know, hopefully we never see anything like that yeah. again it was it was mad you never yeah. have to see anything like that yeah absolutely crazy and i uh, know yeah absolutely a spot on choice and probably is just for like visceral effect probably is the standout f1 thing i think Definitely. i think a lot of people who watched uh drive to survive when that episode's come on i think a lot of them it's like a really emotional thing to kind of see and to kind of bring home, like you say, like just how dangerous this sport is. And, you know, just, you know, I think the human side of it as well, these are, you know, they're not just guys driving around a circle as some people like to kind of, who don't know, like to think like they are, they're athletes and, you know, they're almost stunt drivers the way, you know, the way that they're working. So great choice. Um, I am going to go for the obvious one. I think oh, this is very obvious, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go for Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> no surprises. I'm gonna, look, okay, if I'm going to start a Formula One podcast, okay, 
you're going to need to know that I'm going to talk about Lewis Hamilton whenever I can. Okay. <laughs> um, look, a quick peep from my Twitter will tell you that. But no, I, let's just, I think for me, it is just the, um, I think I'm just going to say the level of driving throughout the year to get to the seventh world title, I think is of a level that we haven't seen before from him. I think there, there were so many races where he drew Bottas in um, and Bottas was leading. His tire management was incredible um, and, you know, allowed him to, you know, allowed him to win in Turkey. That Turkey race is mad. You know, we're talking about, I think it was like, you know, some 30, 40 laps on, on, uh, soft tires in the rain. Like it is incredible. Um, uh, the victory in Portugal, the victory in Nürburgring where he, you know, chased Bottas down on, on both occasions. Um, but just in general, uh, I just think it's, it's just great that we have someone like that in the sport, um, who is, an excellent driver, but obviously, as we know, an excellent person. Um, and all the work that he's done to kind of bring F1 into, you know, working on diversity, you know, I think it gets underestimated. You know, I think in in stuff like football and basketball, you know, there's like a strength in numbers kind of thing. But, you know, when you look at Lewis, he's literally the only one. Uh, and for, for him to be so loud and so proud about it, you know, as a black man, it is, yeah, it was really inspiring. I'm sure it's inspiring for everyone else as well. But, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my gushing. (laughs) (laughs) I will agree though. Like I've got to agree with you, like, Mm -hmm. especially on, um, that Turkey race, like that Turkey race really for me was, that was a proper champion's drive. That was like, it, it, it was, it was just so mature. It was so experienced. It was just look, you know, for the most part, not just doing just going steady and then you know when he needs to bang there it is like that's why he is so good and you know that 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 is there is there is no debate fantastic driver and i think at the same time we've got to remember formula one came back and it was the earliest as we were saying earlier um it was one of the earliest sports to actually come back during the pandemic and the world was going through all kinds of madness. It was the Black Lives Matter uprising. It was a lot of these um, athletes trying to display their kind of, their way of saying Black Lives do matter. And Lewis is a black man in in a sport surrounded by all white men. There's no other people around him. And, you know, the entire team came together. They had the cool new colors. They looked sick. Yeah, no. Yeah, and Mercedes for that. Yeah, and Mercedes got all these cool, like it was, you know, when you take on a Black Black Lives Matter for Mercedes, you are taking on all their sponsors. There's Tommy Hilfiger, there's so many, there's watches, there's Ublo, you know, you're taking on all these brands. And so it was, to some people, it might actually seem a bit of a risk to kind of be on a side where, you know, we're in a sport where there's predominantly white men and, you know, Formula One has its history of not actually ever ever having white men around and yeah. I mean black men around and you know we have racism for Lewis a lot so yeah. I, I don't know if I'm making sense here but it was really it was a moment in history guys yeah for sure it for was sure. definitely a moment in history um yeah. And Lewis, in fact, sometimes he was wearing all these I can't breathe t-shirts and he wasn't actually allowed to wear them in certain areas. 
and not many yeah. people know that yeah it, he, so he was kind yeah. of breaking the rules he he really was. He, he mm-hmm. did whatever he could, and he. And I think you know it's just a case of I was watching, and it's a different time, or whatever. But I was watching the the Last Dance documentary. I think mm-hmm. just before Formula One came back, um, and you know Michael Jordan was kind of kind of asked to speak up for like a, a Democratic candidate. I think uh, in Chicago who was black, basically, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Look, I don't do politics," you know. Um, and that was like a massive sports person in, you know, and he, it would have been easy for Lewis to say, you know, I don't want to bring politics into this, you know, um, the, the heat that he gets and online, you know, especially at, you know, whenever he does something is mad, you know, mm-hmm. he, you can tell there's probably within the paddock people, oh, I mean, we can tell cause there's people who objected to kneeling. So, um, I still don't get that, by the way. I still don't understand if you're a Formula One driver, that. and and like why 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 would you not do that? Why like do, do you not stand? Guys, do you not I stand was with looking Lewis? at a few drivers differently after that. Same. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but I feel like people are looking at a certain person a bit differently. But it's okay. <laughs> th- okay. Yeah. Look, it's yeah, it, but this is the this is the thing. It is a, a privileged sport. So, you know, people in football and there is people of every nationality of driver who's refused to kneel, who are kneeling in football, who are kneeling in other sports. So, you know, the excuses about how it is in their culture run very thin because you have compatriots in sports as visible kneeling, you know. Um, And so, yeah, you know, we're all yeah we're all looking at people a lot funnier and you know i think that emphasizes just the the job that he he has to do but you know he i think now in years to come i don't think it'll be appreciated now as much but you know in years to come when we look back you know we have lived through like you say we've lived through history um and he's been at the forefront of it and i i love him so he really is a superhero, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He is. He is definitely a superhero. But let's move on from the Hammer Love because I could go on for ages. I, <laughs> I, I, we we I, all know that. We, we definitely that. all know that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Follow me on Twitter if you want daily <laughs> Hamilton music. But, oh, no. uh, but okay. So we've talked about the highs and the good parts of last season. Let's get into. The, the things that were maybe slightly disappointing. Um, so, Johnny, for you, what was one thing about last season that, or one person or one team or whatever, that, you know, was a little bit disappointing for you? Yeah, there were a few of these and it was quite hard to to pick one. I, if I, again, if I have to pick my most disappointing moment, it's very much a case of what goes up must come down. And it's George Russell not getting the finish oh. that he deserved. <laughs> in that race like that was for me the most because I'd been taken to this absolute high to then have that taken away was probably the most disappointing um but I was disappointed by you know I was disappointed by Alex Albon if I'm really honest whose fault was it Johnny okay whose fault was it whose fault was it I (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's always Max isn't it I think like that's the problem is like it's very hard to be Max's teammate and I think that shines through in everything that you see around that sort of Red Bull garage 
you know, as Christian Horner said many times, his favorite driver is, is the one who wins for Red Bull. And if you're going up against Max Verstappen, who, to be fair, yeah. you know, has upped his game and, and has, I think, been a, a very impressive, um, there's been a really, you know, sort of impressive upturn in his sort of performances. And I think that's, yeah, he's very hard yeah, to compete sure. with. He's a very hard competitor. And I think you he have is. to have a real steely mindset if you're going to go up against somebody like that. And if I'm being dead honest, I'm not quite sure that Alex Albon had that. I think a few more years in Toro might have actually been good for him. And I think, you know, there is obviously a bit of a history of, of promoting drivers too soon. And it's probably what happened to him. Um, but every week I'd sit down and think, you know, maybe this is the week he's going to show us, like, maybe this is it. And, he, and he'll kind of put that challenge in and, you know, yeah, he got his podium, but for the most part, he was he was pretty underwhelming. And I, yeah, I, I have to say, I was pretty disappointed there. Yeah, uh, Tandy, anything to add to that? Yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know you yeah, got no, thoughts I, about Red Bull. <laughs> I like to call that seat the um, the haunted seat. It's very haunted. Um, yeah. And it can make a man and it can break a man. And I think at the moment, Paul Albin is in a space I like to call the unknown. And oh, yeah. The <laughs> unknown. <laughs> and I just feel, I feel really sorry for him, you guys. He's just, you know, he's floating about. And I just wish him the best of luck, honestly, because he wasn't ready. I definitely agree. He wasn't ready. He he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And... um uh, the thing is with you know with with that like you say johnny you have to have absolute nerves of steel to go up against verstappen and you know even ricardo it could be argued kind of saw what was coming and said i don't want any parts of that and you know possibly to the detriment of his career. You know, time will tell whether McLaren will be able to, you know, provide a championship winning car. You know, it's looking this season like they're probably going to be third fastest. So maybe I'll eat my words. I hope I do because I love him. Um, But that Red Bull seat has, I mean, it has literally KO'd Kvyat. It has KO'd um, Gasly and it's now KO'd, uh, it's KO'd, uh, sorry, Ricardo and you know, it's, it's KO'd Gasly and, uh, and now Albon. And, you know, it's very hard to not look at it as, you know, the, the environment within that team. I mean, I was watching Drive to Survive. Bless him, Christian. You know, um, I think Alex, it might have been after the Antoine Hubert crash and i think he was like talking to alex and uh and obviously alex is obviously quite quite shaken like shaken by what's happened you know and it, you know he's clearly probably just needs like an arm around the shoulder kind of moment and christian goes um all right well give it your all today you know um he would have <laughs> he would have it was like he would have given given his arm to be where you are and it's like christian he's literally just passed away yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, if, if there's any like sensitivity training going in f1 like oh let's send God. some of that christian horner. i think none. you know like <sighs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah would you would you want to work for christian horner not entirely sure i would as a driver if i'm honest no no not at all no. uh, and you know so it's a shame you know that car it was clearly difficult to drive. Um, and you know, it, for, for someone who doesn't have that much experience of a setting up formula one cars 
B, into team politics uh, and C, just, you know, the pressure of essentially a race winning car, you know, um, it, it, it was too, it's too much for someone, uh, for, of, you know, like Alex. And, you know, I hope, you know, with a merry-go-round that maybe he gets to go back to Toro Rosso and, you know, gets a couple of years in there. And, you know, we can see maybe him against uh, Sonoda and, you know, if Gasly yeah. does end up moving on, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see that and, you know, have a measuring stick for him, you know, as a Formula One driver. Because, I mean, the same way that the guys all talk about George Russell, you know, George himself was really vocal about, you know, these guys are making him look like an idiot. Um, yeah. You know, they. Re- I think was it Lando Norris had a, a poster of Alex Albon on his wall when he was uh, <laughs> when they were growing up. Like, he, like that was the thing. He was the guy. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. It, it's it's a shame, but I think it's for the best. For the best, Tandy. Hello. What <laughs> was disappointing? What vexed you? Um. Right. So. Here's the thing, you know, I've been watching a lot of Drive to Survive prior to this, you guys. Okay. And you know what was just giving me the ick? Like, it was really, like, sorry to swear, pissing me off, right? Mm. And it was a lack of pace from Kevin Magnussen and Grosjean with Hans. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, that is fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> guys, I wanted them to do well, but yeah. it was just disappointing. It was just disappointing. So for Haas to perform better, I'd really like that for Nick, like to kind of set a pace, guys. Because come on now, yeah. And like the yeah. first race was it was it Austria where they were actually quite promising, mm-hmm. and it yeah. looked like oh, and uh, you know, all right, I think they cheated with the tires, but like you know, <laughs> you got to you got to try something, haven't you, when you're Haas? So yeah, <laughs> you know, they yeah they looked kind of promising there, and then it just sort of fell away and. And you know, you'd, I'd wondered for years, by the way, why, especially when you have watched Drive to Survive, and you've seen like Gunter Steiner shouting at the drivers and telling them that they're basically getting sacked every week without actually getting sacked. <laughs> yeah, and there is a point where you're like, look, mate, if you, if you want to change your drivers, then change your drivers. But like, you can't just keep telling them they're sacked every week. It's going to lose impact at some point. And yeah. um, you know, yeah. then he finally does Honestly. go. You know what? I'm I'm going to change it now. And uh, obviously, he's changed it to. 50% of a good team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what can you say about, <laughs> about Haas? Um, uh, it's crazy because they, um, there, there was no, they could have done the changing of drivers last season. Like after the performances that Kevin and Grosjean um, had, you know, crashing into each other, you know, uh, just, you know, whole cra- crashing out in general, like no one expected them to, to get, keep the seat. But I guess because the car was so bad, they were like, well, we need someone who knows how bad the car is. Cause if we give it to someone new, then maybe they, they're going to just not have a clue what to do with it. So they kept them. But I mean, it was just, it was clear to see that I think both of them, they had their time in F one, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They, they've had their they've had their chance, you know. Um, one of my friends, um, to mention Drive to Survive again, but has like no clue about Drive to Survive about Formula One. Absolutely no clue. Tweeted me the other day, 
like Grosjean crashes a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like that is, yeah, he does get mixed up in it. Um, and unfortunately, you know, he's a good, he's a good driver, podium. We just you know. need to wrap him up, you know. Yeah, he needs a lot of confidence. Yeah. He, needs, he needs, he needs to be given needs, like all yeah, the love, you know. I don't think good. Yeah, can you imagine? Him. Can you imagine um, Roman Grosjean being managed by Christian Horner? Like that oh, is. <laughs> that, that, like that would be i'd i'd just i would purely watch drive to survive for that yeah just, for just probably for I'd, I'd watch a whole <laughs> series just watching that relationship just sort of unravel over a course of a series yeah it'd be, it'd be awful. oh my god that would be uh box office <laughs> tv <laughs> um so thank you for that teddy very good choice i am gonna say I've got a few. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ferrari, and I'm gonna go specifically Vettel, mm-hmm. um, because the car is dog. Like let's <laughs> let's make no mistake about it. Okay, yeah. uh, the, yeah. the car obviously you know is come off the back of the season before where. You know, the engine irregularities happened. So, you know, they had this rocket ship in the back of their car. Something was obviously not legal on it. They had to change it. And it's just absolutely gone into the next season. And, you know, the car was just awful. It's awful to drive. But in F1, you are measured against your teammate. And much like in 2014, I want to say. Yep, much like in 2014 when, you know, he got absolutely outclassed by Ricardo, and it seemed like he checked out and obviously it was clear he was going to move teams. I think it's happened again. Um, you know, he, he obviously got told that his contract wasn't getting renewed before the season even started. That's obviously had an effect. I think some of his performances, you know, not getting into Q2 on occasions. Um, sorry, not getting into Q1 on occasions. Um, I think there was one occasion where he went out um, in, I think it was at Monza, wasn't it? Um, where he didn't get into Q2. Not, so, not really a place you want to do that when yeah, you're driving a Ferrari, is it? Like, I'm, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan and uh, there's times, and look, you're a Newcastle <laughs> fan as well, Johnny. So I guess, you know, there's times this season where I'm like, you're lucky there's no one in those grounds. <laughs> Oh, because <laughs> I'm a Liverpool <laughs> fan, guys. Yeah, I'm a Liverpool oh, fan. Well, to be fair, you're a Liverpool fan, so you're actually probably wanting to be in the ground, although you're not doing that great this yeah, season. But it's not it's not been as much of a horror show as what well. I'm an Arsenal fan. It's been bad. Johnny, obviously, Newcastle. We won't talk about that. I know this is a Newcastle safe. Yeah, so at least at least like for you football. guys, you've both had times when it was good. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> So with Ferrari and Vettel, he's lucky that there was no fans on Monza because if he didn't get out of Q Q1 into Q2, um, he, I mean, the reception would have been awful. Um, and I just think, you know, I, I didn't think the move from um, or Racing Point at the time, Aston Martin now, for them to replace Vettel with uh so Checo with Vettel I didn't agree with it at the time I I I'm still jury's out on that one to be honest um I think he's lucky that his teammate isn't the strongest um because I, I 
personally, I, I genuinely think that we're looking at a driver in decline um, and have been since Hockenheim 2018 when he he uh, he crashed out when Lewis Hamilton was chasing him down. So I think since then, that's when the spinning started. You know, that's when the poor performances started. I just, yeah, I'm, I was really disappointed, as you can tell. Um, yeah, yeah. It comes across. I want better. Because, no, it's know, true. It's true that you're right. And I think like, I, you know, I have to agree with that. I think like, you know, Vettel was really disappointing the the kind of like you say the spins like just the inconsistency yeah I don't think he was backed by his team and I think they probably got in his head with that a little bit but um this season where it should be you know exciting seeing Vettel you know hopefully driving a half decent car maybe maybe not but it should be exciting it should be a chance for us to see like a great driver give things a go but unfortunately I, I kind of agree with you I think it's a bit of a case of we're probably looking at somebody just sort of running running down his last few years and you know it's kind of yeah. sad in a way that that's a you know that he'll be in in the midfield battles where not really where he should be yeah um i, I yeah so it's do you want to say something um, no, I definitely I agree again. Um, I think with Vettel, we've kind of just seen the man deteriorate. And this new gig, you know, Aston Martin, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm not very hopeful of it. I don't I don't think we're gonna get much from him. I feel at this point he's literally just he's kind of just, you know, he's try he's still in the game, you know, he's just playing along, you know, he's comfortable. But as you said, maybe we are we do have a, a better car this time round, and he might just show a bit of effort. But I do think he sits in the same bag as Bottas, where those two are bums. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting that at all. Straight out of nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm seeing now, guys. Like, come on, make space for the young ones. I say. Or the people no. at least care. Look, and I think, mm. you know, I think he even admitted himself that he was close to leaving Formula One. And may, whether that's because a late offer came from Aston Martin or maybe, you know, he was always you know contemplating what to do with Aston Martin. I think in, in Drive to Survive, there's a clip of Horner essentially saying, they're having a conversation and essentially it's like, you know, maybe take a year out and then, and then he's, and then Vettel's like, and then I'll come home. And Horner's like, yeah. So, you know, Red Bull potentially could have had him back in 2022, um, you know, with the new regulations and whatever, but obviously he's chosen to go down this path. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think with Vettel, we'll see. I think with Vettel, Bottas, um, I think we'll, we will see this season, you know, um, it, our eyes can't deceive us. We've got four, three, four seasons now of solid data on how these people have performed. And, you know, that, you know, there's obviously been highs, but there's been quite a lot of lows. So let's see the season if it changes. Um, Adding we'll to this Bottas conversation, sorry to. That's uh, fine. No. I'm you can sneak in on. another disappointment. <laughs> I'm That's still fine. going on. <laughs> um, and with that, you know, as we were saying, I feel like we just don't want that group of bums to end up <laughs> <laughs> to kind of sway towards oh my gosh I'm about to say it I'm gonna say it okay you don't want him to sway towards 
Alonso's bag. Okay, so what's what do you mean? Because I feel like Alonso at the moment, like, what? Why does he keep coming back, you guys? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Alonso. Uh, well, in, in his mind, you know, he's saying that. Uh, I, I was watching the driver press conference today and he was adamant. He said, um, I'm not that much older than Lewis. I'm keep getting uh, questions about my age, but you know, um, the person, <laughs> 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 you know, the person who is dominating the sport is only a couple of years younger than me. So I, you know, I don't feel, and you know, the cars aren't physically that exerting you know uh, he doesn't feel like you know he still feels he said quite categorically i still think you know i'm the best driver on the grid pardon well you know huh? we we, we will yeah. see he's his problem alonso and i'm sure johnny you probably got something to say on this as well but alonso's problem is he has talked himself out of drives since 2007 like he has literally every team he's been at he has he talked himself out of mclaren um went to ferrari talked himself out of ferrari the next season they had a good car like you know and to be fair to him he was patient with them i think there was quite a long you know he was there quite a long time you know he goes back to mclaren literally not only does he piss off mclaren he pisses off honda <laughs> to the point where they did a revenge glow up on him at Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> revenge glow up. Like, that, is, you know I mean? that is fantastic. Um, I love that revenge glow up. Like, yeah, he's looking at Instagram like, oh, wow, this Honda engine is looking good. I should not have called it a GP2 engine. Um, so, you know, it's, so, you know, he's back at Renault. Uh, and I hope, I hope it goes well. But, you know, I don't think he will ever be in a championship winning car again. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, no one's, Mercedes won't take him. We'll see if Red Bull ever take him. You know, a Ferrari, I don't think will ever take him. So, you know, unfortunately, for me, I just, yeah, I don't see it happening like that for, for, for Alonso again. But, you know, it's, it's box office when that, that Alpine car, you know, starts breaking down and the Renault engine starts going bang and we have to deal with his radio again. So, yeah. It does feel insane um, that, like, in the year 2021, we have a grid on which we have Vettel, Alonso, and Kimi Raikkonen. Like, that to me doesn't <laughs> look like a sport that's mm-hmm. moving forward. Unfortunately, in terms no, of, sort exactly. of dri- you know, getting new drivers in and, and trying to give people a go, like these mm-hmm. guys have been around forever. You know, like Alonso coming back and yeah. giving it the big one about I'm this, I'm that. It's like, uh, look, I loved Alonso when he was in that Renault the first time round. I thought it was amazing. Like someone, someone finally battled Schumacher. We got some amazing, amazing races. You know, after that, you know, he falls out with teammates. He starts to go a bit wayward and. You know, is he is he the driver he was? To be honest, we don't know. I I'd be very surprised yeah. if if he, in all honesty, if he even gets a podium this season, I'll be surprised. I think again, he shouldn't be hanging around the midfield, but mm-hmm. I think he will be. Um, you know, there'll be some fun battles in the midfield. Like that's that's one thing to look forward to is we will have some you know some proper races in the midfield. Um, but should they be there? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, 
I, I, yeah, I agree. And speaking of someone who may not be there next season, uh, my dis- I've already given a disappointment, haven't I? Have you given a disappointment? Yeah, this isn't Ooh. about you. It's very well. I went in, didn't I? Jeez. <laughs> 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 um, I was going to mention, I was going to mention, but I, I, I thought you were just going to dig him again. I thought you were going to go, my second disappointment is I was like, yeah. I, know, I thought I was like, you just got to go for the kill again. I'm back to Vettel. <laughs> no, I was going to just say, I, you know, I hope for, for Bottas's sake, I'm just going to say, I do hope that I mean, look, actually, we can we can get into this because there is a donkey of the season. So we can get into that. But um, for you guys, who was your star of last season, Johnny? If we weren't doing a podcast where I feel like I have to say something interesting, it's obviously Lewis mm. Hamilton, right? Like uh, far and away, it's Lewis Hamilton. But for the sake of, uh, you know, I can safely bank on on you saying the same, Yash. So I'm, I think I think I'm fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I honestly, I honestly think um, Checo Perez was uh, was my star last season. I thought, you know, to to get that first win, he's under pressure. He knows that he's going out of of that team. Mm. You know, there was a a very brief sort of ten seconds in my mind when they announced the, you know, Aston Martin takeover and Vettel joining and. Uh, in, there was like 10 seconds where I was like, oh, Vettel and Perez, what a great team before, obviously, you know, I realized yeah. the, the strolls <laughs> exist and that's never going to happen. Um, and I just think he's done so well. I mean, you know, he's he's a master of, of managing tires, um, which actually, strangely, he credits uh, Kamui Kobayashi for teaching him um, how to manage tires, which I think is oh, really? amazing. Um, yeah, we, just cool. of, of quite, all the quite things interesting because yeah. Th- yeah but they say that um Sonoda they call him the uh the tire whisperer in mm. yeah, because in uh, F2 he's so good so maybe it's like a awesome. Japanese thing who, who yeah knows? yeah 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 maybe tire like whisperer. it's yeah, the they tire say whisperer. that. He, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to the tires. Who knows what he's saying to him? I can but, just uh, hear no, Tandy working remember. out, like, how do I get that nickname? What do I need to do where people will call me that? Yeah. <laughs> right? Hashtag. If you're, if you're tire whisperer. That's so cool. That's definitely, the, that's definitely the name of this pod now. <laughs> the tire whisperer. I'm going to introduce yeah, I, our podcast every time and be like, I'm Tandy, aka Tire Whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> you should. It's the only way. You, it's the only, you have to now. Um, but yeah, Perez for me, really, like really, really impressive. Getting that first win, you know, when the chips are down and it kind of looks like, you know, the world's going against you, you're leaving F1. He's got no idea what the future holds and absolutely deserves that that Red Bull seat, I think. So yeah, he had a brilliant, brilliant season. Love watching him drive. You know, Mr. Consistent, no surprise that, you know, when it came down to, to tyres, um, that's, you know, that's when he that's when he ends up on the podium. So, um, yeah, his experience, like I say, I love the way he drives and I think he deserves he deserves a chance in the Red Bull. Yeah, he does. Tandy, any thoughts on Perez? Um, no, whisperer. I'm very happy. Yeah, the tire whisperer. I'm very <laughs> happy for um, Perez. I do actually want to see him <laughs> do well this season because I think he's a brilliant driver, to be honest. I, I really do. And it would be nice, you know, to sit in the haunted seat and do a bit of something, <laughs> do his magic. I think, yeah. I think, um, I think he'll do well. I think in qualifying, he'll still be maybe a couple tenths off. 
Um, off Max, just because Max has great one lap pace. Oh um, yeah, you're never going to beat Max over over I one know. lap. Like I, I, I wouldn't. I basically look at that paddock, and I don't even know who I would back to beat Max over one lap. I think, yeah, de- definitely not. But that's why you know I think that 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 sort of tire management, that full race sort of yeah, thing, so important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's it's going to open up a lot for Red Bull essentially because they're going to be able to. Probably, I think what may happen, depending on track, is they're going to send him out as much as possible in Q2 on like medium tires um, and essentially just have him going long on the first stint um, and just disrupting the Mercedes as much as he can um, or going long in you know, on the second phase. But they're going to be able to do a lot more stuff that they just couldn't with Alex because Alex is qualifying in you know, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth place. Um, and, you know, that's then leaving Mercedes two on one with, with Max and it's hard to run strategy there. So I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing fight this season um, with both Max and Perez in those seats against against Bottas and, and Lewis. And, you know, uh, I, yeah, I think it's going to be just, even just for that, even if the Red Bull has the same pace as last season, um and mercedes have the same pace you know i just think having an extra driver in there is just going to make everything a lot better than it than it was so we shall see um tandy hello so star start of the last season so um well, let's not go with the obvious and obviously give accolades to wonderful Lewis Hamilton. Of course. And the Leave guy that to me, I've, don't <laughs> So the guy who I've chosen is a young Frenchman named Pierre Gasly, oh. who I think has made an amazing amount of progress. Like him, his progress as a driver, unbelievable. Give him yeah. accolades, all of it. Give him the flowers because, <laughs> you know, 2019 was a very difficult time for him. And I recently read an article where he has said, like, it was possibly the worst time for him. He lost his friend in Formula 2 um, in a crash. You know, this guy has made excellent, you know, he's, he's getting there. And I'm actually rooting for him. Yeah, him. no. Yeah. I, he, uh, last season, I mean, taking away the... The victory at Monza, which was obviously just incredible. And, you know, as much as I would have loved to see fans there to be Vell, it would have been amazing for them to be able to cheer him on yeah. to victory, especially as they're an Italian team. So that would have been awesome. But he was just consistent last mm-hmm. season. Like his driving was up there in terms of, I think, behind, I think, on par with probably the Perez, to be honest, like in terms of yeah. just consistent driving, obviously in like a slower car as well, but for him to be, you know, basically, uh, you know, beating Alex on occasion, you know, um, both He's in quality. very some- teammate as well. That's what I think. There's a lot of people who don't use that teammateship, but I think with, with, you know, Pierre, you're good. You're yeah. good. You're good. Mm. Also, yeah. we need to talk about, we need to talk about his Instagram. That man I've never has, been on his Instagram. That on his, man has is, is it, style. That man really? has style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. know who he's my like favourite driver is? So <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Yeah, of course, exactly. Of course. He's got it. He, he knows what he's doing. Like every time, you know, there'll be like a, 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 a photo of Pierre Gasly. I'm like, you, you're looking, you're looking good. It, like, I, I, it makes me, it makes me a bit jealous. I'm going to put this up on the, on the video, but this pic of him, on a hammock by the sea 
is so saucy. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he that knows. Is yeah, incredible. ghastly. He's he's like what a he's babe. unapologetically French, isn't he? Oh, really? Is. Look, if I look really like is. that, I would be on. I'd be unapologetically anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy! I just look at some of his, like every now and again. I'll go sort of go on there, have a look, have a look at some of his outfits, and then think, you know, why. Mm-hmm. Why did I not win the sort of gene lottery that he has? Like uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Like he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's 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 making the best of it. And fair play to him. He gets the correct amount of likes on his photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is that. So he's I'm, not, I'm happy for him. <laughs> he's definitely not blaming the algorithm uh, at all. <laughs> um, um, was, with um, uh, fun facts, I didn't know was that um, Pierre and uh, and Lewis uh, spend a lot of time playing like Call of Duty and yeah, uh, yeah. So I think Pierre was saying that him and Hamilton like spend like a lot of time just playing online with each other and talking. He was like, Hamilton's really helped me. He's like really nice to me, especially like um, like last year, kind of talking me through and stuff. He always gives me advice. I, I was like, just didn't. Didn't expect that. Didn't know that. But yeah, I love that. It's, nice. it's really cool. I think that's um, maybe another thing that I my star of the season doesn't get enough credit for. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me. To be honest, <laughs> the pair of them are quite trendy, so I can imagine them yeah, just you know. Kind of makes let me sense, borrow your Am- Amiri jeans and come over and play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean that's that's what a, what a pair of lads. Um, <laughs> I my <laughs> star of the season is you've both taken the people that I was going to say. So I'm going to go with Danny Ricardo. Oh, um, yes. Uh, just because he was good, but also because I just want Tandy to be able to talk to talk about him. <laughs> but um, I think Danny really showed uh, just how much of a top-class driver he is. Uh, I think he... Um, really got the most out of a bang average Renault car let's be honest I think it was it's probably quickest at like a out of the midfield at a few races but overall I, I don't think it was you know for him to get two podiums out of it and of course you know there was obviously an element of luck in I think in both of them but for him to be there to pick up the pieces was was great. I think he nearly got a podium as well in Tuscany um, when Alex Album got his podium. Um, so you know, I think he is driving at a really consistent level. Uh, for, you know, he's he's driving like a seven time race winner. Um, I'm really excited to see how he gets on at McLaren. I think that he will have the measure of of Norris once he gets used to the car. Um, Although I do think Norris is a great driver and was equal to Sainz last season. So, you know, no slouch. But I, I do really think, I think Ricardo, after Verstappen and Hamilton, I think Ricardo is just just below those two to be honest in terms of in terms of raw talent pace overtaking uh, I think he's probably up there with, with the best of them. Um, and I just think he had a really good season. But um that's enough for me. Tandy, what did you what did you think? I thought Ricardo <laughs> did absolutely amazing. <laughs> really proud of him. Um I just... <laughs> Look at you gushing. <laughs> He's I not just, even I here. Just <laughs> I just love 
you know, what do they call him? The honey badger. Yeah, mm. I love that about him. You know, he just comes on, he's smiling. He looks like a vibe. I do follow him on Instagram. So when we were on about Pierre Gasly having a cool Instagram, I was thinking, shut up, because <laughs> Ricardo's got a cool Instagram too. But, um, but do you know what? His progress as a driver, it's one of my favorites. And I definitely agree with you, Nyasha, when you're saying that he is top three he's right but he's very close to Hamilton in how hard he works and I just love the idea of him in this McLaren car we obviously know that I'm not saying it's a certain but Lewis has only taken one year contract if Lewis is to leave I think in an ideal world this year is Ricardo's year to kind of show his potential nice some podiums rack up some points and I think if Lewis is to leave he is in a very good place to kind of you know set pace to a few of these drivers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I love that guy. I think, I think he's a great driver. I really do. And I think he's very misunderstood in a way. I think at first he was misunderstood. Um, I think some people think he's a bit of a prick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, I think that kind of maybe stems from when he was in uh, Red Bull perhaps but that comes to that haunted chair as i said again you know yeah no one's ever going to be as good as he who shall not be named but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think i think him he fits very much in into um, mclaren yeah and mm -hmm. for sure yeah so this is his year keep an eye out For sure, for sure. Uh, Johnny, your your thoughts on Ricardo? Oh, I absolutely love the bloke. I, you know, if there's like one driver that I want to have a pint with, it's Daniel Ricardo. Like, you <laughs> oh, know he'd it? have a good time. Again, like his Doesn't Instagram is strong. Doesn't he just look strong. like a laugh? He does, yeah. he is, isn't he? Like, he is, he's fun. Like, he's the kind, he's the kind of bloke that you want around, right? Like, he's he's good fun. Mm. Like, he's, you know, I, I, yeah, I've, I've got so much time for him. I've got so much time for him. I, I love that. Like his, the only time I've not seen him smile, like com- smile completely wiped off his face was when, uh, he was reminded after he got on the podium and someone said to him, you didn't, um, didn't do a shoey, Daniel. Yeah. Didn't face just drops and he was like, Oh yeah. my God, how I've missed my moment. You could see it. That, <laughs> that dawned on him and he gets like, that's a yeah. measure of the man. Like that, that's the only time I've seen him look disappointed. And it's, you know, cause he didn't, you know, let's be clear drink alcohol out of a shoe so i love him <laughs> yeah. i've got so much, ti- so much time for daddy ricardo um and yeah i mean look i'm gushing now but uh yeah i i, I hope that yeah. <laughs> in mclaren he gets the car that he deserves and and can really challenge yeah mm. like if, if the renault move was maybe a rash move and like an ill thought out move maybe i think the mclaren one is a really smart move for him um i think he'll go it's uh, he'll be a team leader he you know they've got the mercedes engine in there um it's a you know it's a team on the up it's a team who who are, who are innovative i think they're going to let him be who he wants to be as well i think it, honestly i've never seen someone with with as many endorsements i'm on his instagram every other day this guy <laughs> has got an endorsement i've it is crazy um but i think it's the golden smile it is look it is if i want to if i was going to choose anyone other than lewis to advertise something uh from formula one it would be it would be daniel like he he i think as well when you talk about personalities to carry the sport if it is lewis's last season 
he is going to be one of those people who is going to be like globally like an ambassador for the sport and um yeah no can't he is great um, I think so Norris is nervous though. I think Norris is genuinely nervous. Like he didn't look massively at ease um, yeah. in the McLaren car launch. Like he's obviously made a very clear decision that he's going to be more serious this season. That that came across from Norris. Yeah. And then obviously sort of Danny Ricardo, you know, drives his McLaren and walks in just sort of laughing and joking. Yeah. I think Norris yeah. probably will be a little bit nervous. It's, it's, it's got to be hard that when you're, you know, Norris is is the guy who's been at that team for a, for a little bit longer. He probably does consider himself to be the first driver there. And I think somebody coming in with the experience and the and the pace of Danny Ricciardo would make you nervous. So, yeah, I think quite rightly, he's probably feeling that pressure. And yeah, you know, he probably does need to take another step. But I think being pushed by Danny Ricciardo is no bad thing. I think it's a bad thing. And I think, I think it's a win-win situation for both. I think, and it, I think if Danny Ricciardo beats Norris... I think that's to be expected. Um, so I don't think it reflects on Norris that badly. And, you know, he'll still be thought of as going through development, you know. Um, so I think that's why. And obviously, look, if he beats him, then that just opens up, you know, a whole new a whole new floodgate of, of, of opportunities for Lando. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it'll be interesting. That I think the whole bromance thing, really disguised um uh i think shortcomings in both drivers uh for signs and, and norris i think i think signs didn't perform as well as he could have against norris um and, and i think because of the bromance it was kind of like shrugged under but he's, he's got a ferrari drive but norris i think beat him in qualifying and i don't know if he beat him in, in the standings as well so we shall see we shall see so we've we've actually gone on for so long about last season, I'm not even speaking about <laughs> the coming season, uh, but I guess that just shows how good a season it was, how much meat on the bones there was from last season. But let's go into this season. And I guess, um, Johnny, I'm going to ask you, like, what's one thing that you're kind of looking forward to seeing? What's one thing that you're anticipating from the new season coming up? The The biggest thing for me is, and I hope this happens, is seeing Red Bull finally really challenge Mercedes. It's the race that we all want to see. It's the race that every F1 fan has wanted to see. Verstappen Mm -hmm. getting a chance to race Lewis Hamilton. That's what we're here for. Like we've been waiting for years. It's the race that's been promised. I think Red Bull are in a place where, you know, potentially like, look, do I think Red Bull will win the Constructors' Championship? No. Do I think they'll push Mercedes a bit harder? Yes. I think that's absolutely what we want to see. Red Bull are now set. They've, you know, with Verstappen and they've got, I think the perfect sort of rear gunner, which they haven't really had in the last few years in Perez where, you know, Perez understands that team. He's seen how that team works. You know, he knows the game and he's no fool. He knows what, he knows what his job is there and he's, he's going to be racing for the team. And I think that's kind of genuinely exciting from a, from a Red Bull perspective. And like I say, you know, Verstappen is quick. He is quick and I think he's matured. I think he's got better. Um, yeah. There are some sort of moves that he made last season where I think it's, it's, a, it's a different max to the max we saw a few years ago. And I think that's genuinely, you know, exciting to see. And, and given, you know, give them the right car. I think you've got a team there that can work really, really well together. I think, like I say, Perez's rear gunner is such a good move for Red Bull. I'm glad they stepped out of 
just going through that junior driver program because it's you know it's become apparent as we discussed earlier it's not really working do something different i think you know it's mm. that like i say it's the race that we want to see so please please give us that race yes yeah i i couldn't i couldn't say it better johnny mm-hmm. tandy anything to add on on a red bull versus mercedes title fight that would definitely be a lot of fun and i think we might just see it this season definitely i think we're at a place where we've again got very good drivers who can keep up with the pace with lewis so i I look forward to it i look forward to it um We've got, I mean, what track would you think, do you think you want to see that on? Oof. There's a question. I would say, you know what? There was a, I'll just give an example. And it, I guess in terms of like, if, if I could have like, I don't know, if it was like a, a race where it'd be good. Bahrain is actually a really good track for overtaking, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Um, and if we have like, and especially like first race of the season, Mercedes look like they're not as quick. So if, mm-hmm. if if it is as it was in testing and Red Bull come out of the blocks quick in Bahrain where there's loads of overtaking opportunities available and a track where Lewis is really strong at, mm-hmm. I think we could have one of the most classic opening races of, of the season. Uh, for my Yeah, that would be what I would probably think. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Like, I, you know, like I... <laughs> I've got like I've got this real soft spot for the Turkish for the Turkish track. I absolutely oh, nice. love it. Like I, you know, and and also for the sake of um, racing in Spain, like we don't talk about we do not talk about last season's Spanish Grand Prix. But flip and heck, that needs a that needs a good race soon. So maybe that one just to keep that yeah for just sure. to keep people going yeah. to that track rather than you know going there and then <laughs> feeling like they've probably like nectar a, a pot of calms or whatever you know sleeping tablets it was absolutely <laughs> awful last season so I, yeah. it, it was awful wasn't it um the, the spanish grand prix the, i remember the french from 2019 the french grand prix was so boring as well uh, and that's back on the calendar so hopefully like i say when with i think it gets boring as well when obviously the mercedes check out at the front and then it's just like a procession. And, it, you know, like I say, it'll be great if this season we've got different strategies, we've mm-hmm. got four drivers. That's what we want. Give it yeah. to us, please. Plus, like, um, Mercedes don't look that quick at the moment. Like, and they never do. They and don't. I'm always wary because, like, we all know how much Mercedes love to sandbag that car. But it, it, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to read faces. I'm always trying to read faces through <laughs> testing because, like, the times will tell you nothing. I just want to see, you know, yeah. I want to see the faces on the people driving those cars and try and work out whether they think they've got a dog or not. Yeah. I Look, it, they looked nervous, I would say. But Toto did come out and say that they found what was wrong and why it was so difficult to drive. So let's see. But even just the fact that they've not had as much prep time it, you know it, it leads you know even if it just needs for the first few races they're still playing catch up that's great for the championship um tandy what are you looking on that subject to? on yeah. that subject oh, i yeah. did read something um which because i'm not really i'm i'm trying to get more into the ingenuity is that a word um off these cars and i read okay, somewhere yeah. that um so Mercedes had a bit of a lift last year, yes? Yeah. And this year they've come down a bit. And maybe that right. lift gave them a bit of 
an right. advantage. So, so I think you are referring to the rake. Um, to the rake, yeah. Yeah. So um, essentially, uh, I'm doing it on like uh, video, but the way that the car is slanted downwards, essentially to get um, so it's tilted. To, yeah, to get to get of, yeah. downforce. So the, before it was like like that, quite quite high, high tilted. And I think over there yeah, they've changed the dimensions. And essentially, uh, it's they it didn't go as planned because mm. of the new regulations. They've basically stripped loads of downforce. So the uh, the downforce that they had before, because of the regulations and because of the design, basically it's not worked. Um, but they're saying that they all, they found what was wrong. So could be bravado, but uh, mm. if I trust anyone in Formula One to be a straight talker, it's Toto Wolf, to be honest. So uh, the most coolest guy in Formula One, if anything, he's so chill in Toto. He's yeah. he's great. I I, I, love I, that I, man. I he's a he's a great guy. Yeah, um, he's, a pro- he's a proper like father, you know. Yeah, I see him as like a proper father of that team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like he can him do and- that kind of bit. Yeah. Him and Susie Wolf, to be honest, they just seem like the best people to go to a dinner party with, don't you think? Oh, that would be Imagine. great dinner yeah. party guests. Susie oh, Wolf great. is a badass. I'm I'm Isn't so gutted does? that she never actually got a drive. Like that was that was kind of again, yeah, it was one of those things amazing. where you were like, if she got a drive, it would have been so good for the sport. But yeah, it wasn't to be, but she is she's so cool. Yeah. I agree. To be fair, because it was it was like she was testing with Williams, wasn't it? Um. Uh. So part of me is like gutted, but then part of me is like I'm, I'm glad that she didn't have to drive that dog car. To be honest, <laughs> 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 like God, it's enough with Russell in there, like with three year, three year term. Um. So um. Who's next? Are we, is it me? You? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, new season um, means lucky number eight, guys. And oh. I'm oh, not gosh. a woman. I'm not a talking woman, guys. I do not like to talk. No. Um, but I, <laughs> but I talk the wrong profession. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a talking woman, you know, I don't like to talk too much. Okay. Um, but, you know, lucky number eight. I have my confidence in this man, you know, and there's so many circumstances surrounding this lucky number eight. It's obviously beating Schumacher's uh, time, but at the same time, this particular season has 23 races, guys, Mm. and that's the first time. So if he does this, he is ultimately the goat that Nyasha talks off and the superhero that I talk off. So that's what I am looking forward to this season. And uh, do you think he? Do you think he walks away if he gets the eight? I do. I do think if he gets the eight, I think he's. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> do I you don't think, know Jenny? actually. Uh, I think. I think he might. You know, like I. I think that would be. It, you know, could he do a Schumacher? Go away, have some time out, come mm. back to it. I don't think mm. that's what he'd do. He doesn't. He doesn't. It doesn't seem like that's what he'd do. I think if he was going to pack it in, he'd say, "Do you know what? Eight's pretty good." um let's not be silly and let's not like diminish the legacy of that i'll i'm happy with eight you know i think it'll be of course it'll be a case of looking at mercedes and saying you know with with sort of new regs are we looking like we're ahead of the game because if we are then i'm gonna stick but if we're not ahead of the game like be very honest with me you know because i like i'll do damage here if you keep me in a car that's not gonna win um 
then I don't want any part of that. So I think like that'll be a conversation that happens over the course of the year. If it looks like it's not going to be the car that's going to win, I think it 100% walks away. Yeah. Uh, I but when he when I saw that it was a one year contract, I I did I, I got a little feeling in my tummy. I was um, like, mm, you know, it was strange. It was even strange. I was again watching the press conference today. You know, he said like, you know, he said I wanted a one year deal. Um, you know, maybe next time we won't start talking. You know in January. So they literally didn't even start negotiating this contract until January. And I just think if you're someone that's thinking, I want to stay in a sport for three, four years, you know, Mm. you would be discussing that contract. You won the championship in Turkey. There was four or five races to go. There was so much time to talk about this contract. The fact that it didn't happen until January, then it's only one year. It just, yeah, I I think we're unfortunately looking look at a guy who's who's thinking outside of Formula One. You know, um, he's Lewis always, has so many hustles as well. I do not put it past him to kind of start. I mean, a like, fashion label, something yeah. new. Yeah. yeah, going to music yeah. like it's all going there for him, music. isn't it? Like he can do, you know, he can do it. He can do I, what he wants. I'm not so. sure about the music, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That was amazing. Uh, the day that the day that, that got like it got leaked that that was Lewis on that track, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." I, I listened to it as well, and he's just he's talking about sex. I was like, oh. I, "Honestly, it was like like a, listening to like a family member." To, and I was like, "I can't. I literally couldn't listen to it." I was like, "You're so talented," but I, I just i i can't I can't. you're too pure lewis you're too pure (laughs) yeah you literally i like every time i look at you you have a halo around your head like i can't can't hear you go back to back i just imagine you um you you, you flipping over that little uh that little picture of lewis that's next to your bed just flipping that down be like not now no lewis yeah yeah. (laughs) oh my god no, cover, cover, cover your ears. Cover yourself. <laughs> oh my god! No, not not for me. But look, like we say, look if he he's someone that if he wants to do that, he's going to do it. And I think he look. Uh, how long has he been doing this now? He's been at Mercedes since two thousand and thirteen. We're talking about eight years. Um, of someone changing the mold of what we think is a formula one driver you you know remember when he first started doing the whole going to america hanging out with diddy Mm -hmm. doing you know all of these uh, starting a fashion label like people he he was a rap star yeah like (laughs) look i mean look i would if i was saying that to be fair do you know what i mean couple 16s like he flew from fashion week straight to the russian grand prix once with janelle monet mate like as you do mm. as you do he as you crazy. Do. But, but people were saying like oh is it distracting is it you know it's not really what a formula one driver should do and this guy was racking up championships wins you know to the point now where people like landon norris can have a personality where you know he does his thing he has his um a streaming business he has like you know clothing daniel ricardo has all these other things like before that that just did not happen um, the blueprint, think, the blueprint. He is literally the blueprint. And I think I was watching Drive to Survive and 
there's a bit where Leclerc's saying, a fan's like, oh, what's happening with the clothing line? And he's like, oh, we're just putting it on hold. You know, and Javette was like, he's not allowed. Ferrari won't let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, it's so funny. Um, so, But yeah, you know, it's still, you know, he left McLaren because he didn't want those stifling uh, restrictions and you know he's grown into the man that we see today and i will carry on for ages if we don't ca- <laughs> move on so, should, we ask, should we ask you what should we ask you yeah, what you're most looking so, forward to uh look aside from the obvious i think and i think you've both mentioned basically yeah the, the two things which i yeah for me it, it's really important we have a title fight and i think for lewis's legacy if the eighth is done beating for Stappen, and Red Bull, uh, I think that it will just cement him. And I think, if he, especially if he does it in a car which is not as quick, I think that would just, I think the argument about him only doing it in the fastest car goes. Mm. And I think you can't, you know, even the trolls, I'm sure they'll find something. But, you know, that argument just falls down. It will just move on to the tax now. They'll be like, oh, Angel, Angel, did he pay tax on any of those championships? Um, <laughs> God. So, um, yeah, so that, that is tiresome, isn't it? That is so tiresome. Yeah, oh, like, it's just a dig. Bloody you're right. B- BLM t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, oh. Keep the politics out of it. Keep the politics out of it. Awful. Awful. Yeah, just a bunch um, of just a bunch of gammon who shouldn't be allowed on Twitter. Like, come on, trust oh, me. Come on, honestly, <laughs> shouldn't be allowed. But we, I think we you're got right. The first I think one today, actually. Oh yeah, we on got the, the first one today. First, what? Sorry? F- first gammon on the on the Twitter account. Oh, oh gosh! First, first one. What? First one. Yeah, I I tweeted back. I like you just like because I think I said something about Hamilton, obviously, and then um he was like oh because I think. A fan asked him, he said, um, what, um, they had kids. It was so cute. They had like these little kids from Bahrain asking questions to the drivers. And it was so funny. They asked Max, like, what was the worst thing that's happened to you in Formula One? And, and, uh, is the passion worth it? Does the passion make it worth it? Wow. What a question. Max was like, uh, I don't really think, you know, anything really bad's happened to me. You know, it's just racing at the end of the day. It's like, don't crush this kid's dream, bro. <laughs> just give him some drama, bro. Uh. Anyway, and a kid asked Hamilton, he goes, um, if, you had, if you could ask the genie three wishes, what would it be? Uh, and uh, he goes, uh, equality for food for all and I." Uh, to, for the world to become like a cleaner place. And I, I tweeted the answers. I was like, that's really cool. What a guy. So I was like, oh, he's in a sport where the carbon footprints, and I was just like, oh, you've got the first oh, one. Got the first one. I can't believe it. That's a good sign though. That means, you know, that's like, that's how you know you made it. Yeah, doing the, the tweets are not just going out into an abyss, you know, the, the gammons, it's, it's reaching them. So it's you reaching haven't, you haven't truly cracked F1 Twitter until, you know, until someone's oh, yeah. abusing you about something. And then you're like, yeah. oh, it's, it's yeah, great exactly. to be here. Lovely to be yeah. here in this, in this sport <laughs> Love of the fact, like F1 fans are not friendly. Let's just make that clear. And if any but, of you guys want to tweet us, feel free, because I can go all day. But, uh, <laughs> but you guys listening to this and supporting us are lovely. I just want to put that on record. <laughs> um, just in I case. do not play. <laughs> no, Tally doesn't play, but I, I don't. do. I do. Okay, nice. 
Tandy is not a woman who speaks. Um, she's well, a woman I who guess... calls people out on their <laughs> yeah, shit. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm not a speaking woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think I'm you're right. Completely though. lost. I think you're right though, Nash. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think yeah. you're. I think you're absolutely right that you know Lewis is, you know, incredible. He but he wants to be challenged like there is absolutely no world in which somebody with the elite mentality that lewis hamilton has doesn't want to be challenged like he's not waking up on a sunday morning and thinking i hope max verstappen's not out today like he is waking up and thinking i hope that max yeah. verstappen drives hard today and makes me better by pushing me like that is a hundred percent his mentality like it's that invincibility mentality that he has and i think you know it is good for lewis it's good for max and it's good for the sport for sure. That's so well put. So well put. Uh, uh, just as a quick one, the one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to is uh, I think I'm looking forward to hopefully being a new winner. I'd love to, like that feeling of watching Gasly win last season was just great. And, and Checo, like mm. right, that Bahrain race was just a, a classic race. Uh, even the Monza race with Gasly. You know, I think more instances of the top teams falling over themselves, allowing the midfield to come through, hopefully some more wet weather races. You know, we've been starved of like good wet weather races until uh, until Turkey last season. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I really hope we get some get some new winners and just just yeah, just some some more topsy turvy races. Like last season was just great for that. So. Hopefully that happens. But moving on, um, I'm going to go, we'll do one more for about this and then we'll just go to general thoughts. But who do you think uh, is going to go, who do you think is going to be like the most improved or let's take away Red Bull and Mercedes. Who do you think is going to be uh, either most improved or like the standout midfield driver, Johnny? Daniel Ricciardo, I think. Um, it's all set up for him at McLaren. Everything looks good. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he will do in that car. But like you say, I, I, when we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I just think he's got, it's the right team. It's the right fit. They understand him. They're going to let him be himself, you know, and that's what we want to see. You know, we, we, like, we all love Daniel. We want to see him do that. And I think this is a really, really good chance for him to show you know, th- those kind of critics who a lot of people have branded him unlucky. Like you see a lot of unlucky when Ricardo does stuff. Like, I think this is his chance to show he's not unlucky. Yeah. You know, he is, he's a, he's a, he's a class driver. And I think that, like I say, McLaren's going to be a good fit. And I think that he will be massively improved on, on where he was last season, which wasn't a bad season to improve from, to be fair. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I think he's, I th- yeah, like I say, it's all set up for him. I think he's. I think he's going to do really well. Mm. Um, Tandy, who do you think is going to? Who do you think is going to shine gonna, out of um, the midfield? Starboy, of course. Um, I would agree and say um, Ricardo. I yeah. think it's his time to kind of express who he is, kind of show him what he's got. You know, it's a new, fresh start. So I think definitely on that front. And again, as I said, a young French man named Gasly, and I think yeah. he can. He's actually got a very good chance this this season as well. So okay. I'd like to see him do a few more, few stuff of his. He's wonder boy, isn't he? It's a good one. He is, mm. and I, and I think it's. I think same way with Ricardo. I think it's set up for Gasly to do well. Mm. The Alpha Tauri looked great in testing. He's been there. 
you know, full season back or season and a half back. Um, Ricky teammate. Um, it's all there for him to really, really, um, really shine. And just, you know, if he carries on delivering those consistent performances, you know, then, I mean, look, after reading that article he wrote the other day, I don't think he wants to go back to Red Bull. Um, uh, and so I think, you know, there's rumours about, you know, maybe replacing Ocon at Renault. So let's see. Personally, I hope Ren- I hope Ocon does well. I think that's, I think for me, I, I'd really like it for him to be able to do well against Alonso. If um, Ricardo and Norris are in a dream partner situation, I think Ocon's in like a bad situation. Yeah, he's an absolute nightmare. You know, <laughs> that's where uh, no driver wants to be. Yeah, you do not want to be up against Alonso for a multitude of reasons. But even if he wins, I think people are going to say, well, Alonso's rusty, you know, it's to be expected. If he loses, you know, then Alonso's had a year out, you know, he should have done better. So I think he's in a a poison chalice seat uh, at Renault, which is a shame because he's, I think he's super talented. Um, I think he took some time to come back into it last season. And again, against Ricardo, you know, we're talking about third, fourth best driver on the grid. You know, it was always going to be hard. So let's see. I, you know, I, I don't think that Alpine's going to be great, you know, um, but let's see. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be hard for both those French boys. You've got, you know, Ocon, for obvious reasons, it's going to be difficult for Gasly as well. Like, you know, Sonoda's a rookie, but also Sonoda is quick. And like, yes. like that, he's going to have to watch that because if Sonoda gets that car doing things, like Gasly is going to be under pressure, which again, I think it's good for both of them. But it's a question of, I think, you know, in that team, Gasly is in a place now where he needs to be, you know, he needs to be being Sonoda in qualifying. He needs to be, yeah, absolutely needs to be top dog in that team. So, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what AlphaTauri do. I've I've really enjoyed watching their um, kind of growth after, over the last few seasons, and you know, and 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 looking at who they're going to get in as drivers. Yeah. And I think it's it's brave of them to say, you know what, like Gasly and Kvyat, we've got two good drivers, but we want to move things forward. And it's brave, and it's the right thing to do. And I and I hope it pays off. Yeah. 100 percent. So I guess with you know with the season round the corner um and and you know with uh with you know yeah Bahrain literally in a, in a couple of days I want you to just give me give me a wacky prediction let's what is your short bombastic prediction for this season and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little table of everyone's predictions uh in the first Ooh. kind of few races uh that we get on um so I'm going to say for Bahrain and then I'll do for the season. So for Bahrain, uh, what do you guys think is going to, is going to happen, Johnny? Oh, uh, what do I think is going to happen in Bahrain? My big prediction for, for Bahrain is a McLaren win. That's that's my big bold prediction for Bahrain is a McLaren win. That's what I'm that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because why not? Why not? Okay. If I'm if I'm right yeah. on that, I look like an absolute legend. And if I'm wrong, then <laughs> everyone expects me to be wrong anyway. So uh, let's go for it. But I yeah, I think like if their if their package is good and I and I hope that it is, um, you know, let's see how things go. I think the first race of the season 
there's always some nonsense and that's what we want to see. So if there's enough nonsense yeah. that McLaren mm-hmm. can capitalise mm-hmm. on it, they've got half a chance, I think. It'd be really, really interesting to see if they can do it. So yeah, McLaren for the win. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Okay, Tandy. Bombastic um, prediction. From bo- bombastic prediction, right, okay. I think we are going to see a good start from our new Aston Martin fellowship. Ooh. But I think towards the end, they're going to have a really rubbish finish. Okay, so is this in Bahrain? Mm-hmm, this is oh, in okay. Bahrain. Okay. That's what I think. So when you say a good start, so you're saying, are you, do you think they're going to break down? Do you think they're going to, or just, do you think um, they're just going to move to the think, back of the grid? Like people are going to yeah, pass them? Yeah, I think literally just, I just see them going back to the, like to the back. Right. Okay. People are going to pass them. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be a good start. Like it'll, you'll think something's going to come off this new Aston Martin, but I think, it's, yeah. I just don't think, I just think, think it looks pretty to, on the air. I think it's going to flatter to deceive. Yeah, and I, I honestly just think they look pretty, but you know, yeah. it's it's true. Look, mm-hmm. they they had that whole rollout, you know, James Bond, Got Dave, there, Dave, you know, you know <laughs> big Dave, because I know that bag was nice, was big. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um, I remember just texting you when I was like, Dave's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is rapping at the Aston Martin. (laughs) It's crazy. Look, big up Aston Martin for that. And again, showing (laughs) Formula One coming into the, you know. Black Lives Matter, they say. Black Black Lives Matter. Blacks rule. (laughs) (laughs) that's what what aston martin said um no look i i yeah but they did the least amount of um uh laps in testing you know Mm -hmm. um there it's actually like you know where last year they had a a pink mercedes uh racing point no this year is completely their own car they've actually done more changes on their car they got more tokens to be able to change their car than any other team because they're a new team basically they stroll managed to finagle some extra development uh, out of somewhere so look I, th- I i don't think that's even a bombastic thing i think you know i think stroll's always a quick starter he's always good at he's always good at starting um mm. you know, vettel vettel's a strong driver no matter what we've said so i, I do think you're right i think you know they could they could get swallowed up by teams who have done better over yeah. over winter, um, but hopefully it'll be co- it'll be cool to see them. They've still got a Mercedes engine, so it'll be cool. Maybe you know their yeah. one lap pace might be great, um, but their maybe their their race pace might be slightly off. I can't wait to see you know what happens whenever that car sort of looks like it's being overtaken by somebody, and you just see Lawrence Stroll's hand reach for his wallet. Just can I? <laughs> Will this help? Can I? Do you need more? Can I? <laughs> can I just chat? Why the money? <laughs> yeah. How much? I mean, how much for this uh, to go quicker? How much will that cost? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, look, fair, fair play to him. You know, uh, he he really everywhere he's planted his son, he's put his money where his mouth is. So. Mm. you know um like fair play like I-, I wish my dad was as sportive to my <laughs> dad as, as Lawrence dad honestly my god it's mad like imagine if I didn't get a job and my dad just buys a place and it's like right. there you go yeah. You there. see the whole, you see, you literally see his mum there, his dad's mistress. Am 
Uh, I'm gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to. I think it might be a sister. I think it might be a sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. I, I, I think it's Joel's sister. It's Joel's <laughs> sister, you know, the whole family. It's a family yeah. affair. And no. it just, I know, I'd, I said the other day, I'd love to just have Christmas at their house. Like, I wonder oh, what goes man. on. Uh, the conversation. Uh, you wouldn't go, and you wouldn't go hungry either, would you? Let's face okay. it. Like, yeah. I want to see go the size hungry, of a turkey. You? No expense. They <laughs> unbelievable. Their Christmas. Trust me. <laughs> Did crazy. you just say Dave's at their Christmas? Yeah, this hire him little Christmas show after. Look, that's that is silly money. Uh, look, uh, great prediction, Tandy. Um, my prediction is that uh, I'm going to predict that uh, both Ferraris are not going to make uh, Q3 qualifying. Uh, and I think I think that Ferrari is going to be very slow. Um, it wasn't promising in testing, mm-hmm. you know, especially after last season. You're thinking, okay, let's, you know, we're going to push forward. Uh, given the way that other Ferrari man- like uh, directors have been sacked, how Binotto is still there, I don't know. But fair play to him. But um, I I genuinely think Sainz and Leclerc are going to struggle. I think they're going to be lower than tenth qualifying. I think we, yeah, I think possibly looking at yeah, thirteenth, fourteenth, maybe. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be painful because I think you know you're looking at let's look at five teams. I think who are going to be faster than Ferrari. You know, Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, um, Alpha Tauri, um, and then who? I mean, Aston Martin potentially. Uh, Alpine potentially I think it's going to be those between those three teams I think uh, I think they're going to um, yeah I think they're going to be the ones vying for those maybe like between 8th 8th to 10th and then obviously 8th to 13th 14th um, yeah I think they're going to struggle so I mean imagine being Carlos Sainz like you you know you've, you've just driven that the wheels off that McLaren. You think you've got yeah. yourself an absolute belter of a deal. I'm off to Ferrari. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. Turning up, seeing what that car is, and being, oh, oh maybe this, you know, I just, this wasn't the car that I yeah. was promised. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel for him in that in that sort of, um, it, you know, he deserves a, a good car. I think it's going to be really interesting to see that new driver pairing. Really, really interesting. Um, how yeah. will that? How how will they get on? You know, yeah. Carlos Sainz is trying to prove himself. Charles Leclerc is trying to prove himself as a number one driver for Ferrari, you know, it's, I think it's going to be really, really interesting between those two. For sure. Tandy, what do you think about Ferrari? Um, hard pill to swallow. They're not that amazing. And I do I definitely agree that um, I don't think this this car this season is going to be any better than last year. I think it's it's really struggled from what we can see already. So I don't really have high hopes for them, I'm afraid, yeah. And it's really sad, to be fair, because Leclerc, you know, he has a whole fan base behind him that really want to see him do well, but he'll never succeed in in um, Ferrari at all. And he, and I know he's very hard on himself, as we always see. He'll be very hard on himself, but yeah. sometimes, you know, it's just a car. Yeah, you know, it, it does look like, you know, when he signed that five-year deal, it looked like the deal of, the, of, a, of a lifetime. Yeah. But, you know, he is... Literally shackled to that team now. You know, we're talking about a period where Hamilton's potentially leaving the sport. 
you know, Red Bull will always have a seat, although whether they'd ever put Leclerc and Verstappen in the same team, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look, look at McLaren could be, you know, Mercedes engines. We've got regulations coming in next season where everyone's going to be closer. Who knows how good that McLaren could be? Who knows how good Aston Martin may become? Alpine, you know, all these other teams. If that Ferrari doesn't improve, I mean, it's uh, it, it is going to be a waste of of two exceptional talents. To be honest, it's um, sad. It's sad, isn't it? Like we yeah. we all want to see it. We all want to see a fast Ferrari. Like yeah. Formula One, you know, it, it's in in the lifeblood of F one is having a quick Ferrari. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm not saying that I want them to win everything. Of course, I don't. But I want them to be up there. I want them to be making a good case for it. And I think like yeah. that's that's what we all miss at the moment. It is you know, it's just sad. It's like you know. It's like watching your dad cry seeing Ferrari in the well, in the stage right at the minute. Like you don't quite know what to do. You don't know whether to hug them or you know. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's not how just it's meant to be. Them on a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is a that is a brilliant. Hug your dad. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> hug your dad. <laughs> I just want to make you it clear. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what I do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> sorry dad um, um, yeah <laughs> no look uh, I think that's great and look guys let me get a quick snap who is going to be F1 champion 2021 23 races 5 continents who's going to come out on top Johnny Lewis has to be Lewis yeah has to be uh, it has to be um, the black guy. <laughs> Which one? Lewis. Lewis, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Thanks, uh, thanks Lewis. for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Yasha. Look, man, I don't want to be. Look, I, I was, I was hoping one of you, man, would have said for Stafford. But, no, I we've mean, done it deliberately. We've, uh, we've, stuck, we've stuck it on you now. Yeah. You know what? No, Hamilton. Hamilton's going to win. <laughs> no, there we I go. Couldn't there do it. it is. Couldn't do it. Couldn't give do the, it. Give the people what they want. Mate. <laughs> Look, um, you know what, though? It's the first season since, I mean, even the Rosberg years, I was sure he was going to win it. Um you know, and I think 2016, we all know how it went. You know, Rosberg did really well, but we kind of know the reasons why it didn't happen for Hamilton. Um, well, some of them were his fault as well. So, you know, it wasn't completely mechanical. But um, this is the first season where, and look, we're all taking this from testing. And God, if that Mercedes turns up and is four tens quicker than everyone else, I'm going to screw. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is the first season where I, I, I genuinely, I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm not sure. Um, and I, I, I genuinely think that we could have, I think, I think how it will go will be similar to 2018, 2017, where Ferrari started off quicker uh, and, you know, Vettel had the upper hand. And then over, I think over the course of a season, I trust Mercedes to be able to develop their car to get better. And Hamilton always comes on stronger in the second half of the season. So I, I just think, I think, I think he's going to win it. But I, I, I do think first half of the season until the summer break, I think it could be oh, Verstappen, 
leading. I kind of hope it is, you know, like we said, just for the sake of the sport. I think if if we could have a blockbuster season when we're still semi-locked down and, you know, whatever, and I, I just think it would be all eyes would be on the sport and I, and that'd be great, you know? Yeah, it would also make, how good would it make Drive to Survive as well? Oof. It would be amazing. It would be incredible. Although, yeah. It would be incredible. Although Verstappen is hardly in it. And having watched the press conference today, I can see why. The guy just, <laughs> honestly, he's just so anti-press. <clears throat> he just, he hates it. But uh, look, he he's, he's, he's great for the sport. He, he's, he is next up, basically. We're, we're kind of watching, I guess, when Senna was coming up or when Schumacher was coming up, when we first saw Lewis come on, like you're seeing the next superstar um it's a matter of time before he wins a title hopefully you know hopefully not too soon but no even if he does you know I, i'd be really happy for him if it if it does happen um because anyone who wins a title deserves it so yeah well guys i'm gonna wrap it that is the the inaugural quick stop f1 podcast uh wow. how, thank you so much guys you guys were you guys were amazing well done johnny thank you to our guest johnny yeah, Rosa, for thank coming you to on. our guest johnny oh, thank um, you, you so much fun? like it's absolute joy to be here for your for your first episode really oh, yeah, did, did you have fun johnny i loved it this has been great. great like i don't if i sit and talk about like f1 for this long normally um i think my girlfriend would leave me so i'm really pleased that i actually get to do this <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what Quick Stop Podcast is all about. Like, we don't want anyone's girlfriends or boyfriends leaving them because you <laughs> no. have. You just want to go on of our Formula One. But I feel like, as I said in our promo video, a lot of people literally after the weekend are still on that buzz on a Monday, and you do just want to talk about Formula One. And sometimes you're not always around people who can talk about it, especially people who are as cool as me and Yasha. Do you know what I mean? Oh wow! Thank you. Hundred you know I mean? percent. So, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. Didn't you don't know think you're cool? cool um, um, I do, but I don't want to. I don't want to come across like I do. But I, I'm, I'm aware. So I think I do. <laughs> I think you know we're the coolest people to kind of sit down and have a chat with because everything we're saying, you're probably thinking anyway. Yeah, I mean, so, so mm. there you go. And if you and if you didn't know that we were confident, then just check out this. There outro. you go. Yeah, that is all. That is all the evidence you need. But we're going to leave you there, guys. Um, I'm new to this podcast stuff. So what I will say is share the podcast. If you can, if you've got to this part, give us a rating on Apple podcasts, tell your friends about it. Um, but thank you for joining us. It's goodbye for me. Goodbye from Tandy. Goodbye. Goodbye from our guest, Johnny. Goodbye. And we will see you uh, after the Bahrain race. We'll do a post-race yeah. podcast and we'll see you then. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. The corrupt powers that rule this nation are hard at work. They are trying to keep wages low and the rent high. They are quick to line the pockets of big businesses, but tell us they can't find a dime for the people. I understand this. I've seen the rot from the inside as a state senator, and it's ugly and widespread. On Unboss, we are working to change that. Every day on Unboss, we are bringing you the stories that really matter. We talk about power, corruption, justice, or lack thereof, and we break this down 
on every weekday, giving you the tools to give the power back to where it belongs with the people. I'm Nina Turner, and I am unbought and unbossed. Listen to Unbossed on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>